Adios, pantalones. Love you. That was a good episode, huh, Jimmy? But wait, we have to... St- what? I feel like we're at the beginning of a new episode. I'm feeling kind of sleepy. Do. I don't know about you, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm falling asleep here. Oh, I'm asleep. What? It's the same day again. I guess we should just do that episode of the podcast again, huh? Yep. That's <laughs> what I'd want to do every day. This podcast. This exact over same and episode. Over and over again. Yep. So since we've done it before, we've rehearsed it, right? Mm-hmm. We're stuck in a so time loop So this is going to be sorts. flawless. I'm yeah. going to set you up for jokes. You're going to just nail them perfectly. We'll nail them. We're stuck yep. in a time loop of sorts if you didn't catch the the, the poorly set up joke. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you would think after 376 times of recording this podcast in a time loop, we would have gotten it right by now. But we, sh- we sure as hell didn't. Uh, welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Yep, I'm here, again, for the whatever, 367th time. Whatever like you I said. said. <laughs> uh, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of Palm Springs, the new Hulu original film. Let's do it. That one movie podcast. But first, Jimmy, we've got to do some toms. I am so excited to hear about this news again. Good. Toms Toms is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw being the highest, Bombadil the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Let's get to it, Holden. What do you got? Now, Jimmy, you already know all this news, uh, but for the benefit of the listener, hopefully this is the time loop that finally makes it to the upload. We'll see. Uh, But we've got a few delays, uh, as usual. I think last week was one of the first weeks we didn't have any delays. But we're back on track now. But it doesn't matter, Holden, because we're just stuck in today. Yep. So we won't see any of these movies ever anyway. (laughs) Palm Springs is about a time loop, people. (laughs) It's a a time loop movie. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's the bit we're doing. We should have mentioned that was why we did this. (laughs) That's the bit. Hopefully That's okay. you've watched we the like, movie. We like at we at that one movie podcast like to think part of the charm of our podcast is how bad it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not bad, Holden. We just our audience is so intelligent that when we poorly explain things, they understand anyway. That's true. We also That's have that personal connection with our audience. We have the show don't tell mentality, although we're a podcast, so we can't really <laughs> show anything. <laughs> Yeah, you're at that one movie podcast. We like the show don't tell. That was a good that was a good line, Holden. Nice. <laughs> even but even good the fiftieth time I've heard it. <laughs> uh but our first delay that we have, and this one I'm sure you're very upset about Jimmy, is Monster Hunter, the movie, has been delayed to April of twenty twenty one. It was coming out in September, but we didn't have a trailer or anything, so I thought this was inevitable. Even though I already know the answer to this question, Holden. Is this based on the video game Monster Hunter? Yes, it is based on the video game series. Oh, of course. 
but it is uh directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, I believe his name is, who is very infamous on his works because he did the original Mortal Kombat movie, he did the Resident Evil franchise of films. He's had just a bunch of a, a bunch of not so good hits. His highest not so I think, good hits. I think I saw that his highest I mean rot, take Rotten Tomatoes for what you will, but his highest score on Rotten Tomatoes is his Mortal Kombat movie, which only has like a fifty some, which is already pretty high, I think. So Yeah. He's making movies, Holden. He is. He's doing He's better more than, than we are. He's richer He's- than both of us, believe it or not. <laughs> You can knock him all you want, but how many movies has he made? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me tally it up real quick. You'd think that this many times through this podcast, I'd have a number. I'm not actually going to look it up. Yeah, But don't. I don't care about this movie, really. I'm sure my brother does. He plays Monster Hunter. He'll probably want to see it, even if it's bad. He's got friends that like to see bad movies with him, so he might do that. I don't know. If I wanted to play a Monster Hunter game, I'd just play The Witcher. Am I right, folks? Nope. Because The Witcher That's not a Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter game. That's a Witcher game. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to give this a Bergeron because I don't care. I'm going to give it a Bergeron too, Holden. Um, Universal came out and announced that four of their horror movies are being delayed uh, further. Uh, the first of which had already been delayed. Candyman is being delayed from it. It's current september release to its now uh october 16th release date it's only being pushed back a whole month they evidently want to get it out this year and i think that's because of the next couple that they're they're pushing till next year um the forever purge because everyone's favorite film franchise the purge back with its fourth entry maybe i don't know (laughs) yeah or is it four sounds four or five one All of, I, I remember is that Lena Headey's in the first one. Cersei oh yeah, that's Lannister. right. Um, but you know what the Purge needs, Holden? Carrie Elwes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he would be perfect for the Purge films as a villain. I'd take yeah, he it. Would. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know when it was originally coming out, but I just saw it was delayed to July 9th of next year. And then the other two are the next Halloween sequels. Uh, obviously, we got the Halloween kind of soft reboot thing a couple years ago halloween kills its sequel was supposed to come out in this october but it got pushed back a whole year to october of 2021 and subsequently its sequel uh which they were filmed back to back halloween ends is being pushed back a whole year to 2022 october of that year Um, well that they were going to come out back to back years yep um well Good news is that we will have Halloween through at least 2022. Yep. Halloween won't end until then. Thank goodness. <laughs> I want my candy, Jimmy. Um, that is a major bummer, though, because I, I actually liked the 2018 reboot film. Yeah, thing. I did, too. Remember how they killed him and then he's just still alive? Well, I can't wait for that also to be happening in the sequel. I wrote, okay, so I wrote a note here that I didn't finish evidently because it literally just says producers confirmed that and then it doesn't have anything after that. But I know what it <laughs> says uh, or what it was supposed to say. Uh, it, when this announcement came out, uh, producers confirmed that apparently Halloween kills at least, I don't know about the third one, it will take place on the same night as the first one. So it's going to take place like immediately after the last movie. 
Oh, well, I mean, what's the tension of that, though, when you know there's going to be another movie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, what I'm are they sure. going to do? Kill Laurie Strode, the main character? Probably. They She'll could. probably either kill, be killed at the end of this one or at the end of the next one. She'll be you killed at one gonna, of them. You think so? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the second one's like Freaky Friday, another Jamie Lee Curtis classic, and she <laughs> switches places with Michael Myers. I hope and she Lindsay, learns to empathize with him. But they also have they Lindsay Lohan there, but she's not involved. <laughs> and they kill her. Yeah. They team up to kill Lindsay Lohan. And then they find that the real journey was the friends they made along the way or whatever. Is that the message of that movie? Yeah. Well, the second one. The second Freaky Friday? No. Halloween <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Kills is going to be killing with kindness. Oh, okay. And awesome. Selena Gomez will come out and sing the credits while they all dance, like the end of uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. I haven't I'm seen I'm calling that movie. it now, so, Holden. So pretty much everything you said flew over my head, and I'm sure the audience's head, too. <laughs> no, our audience is highly intelligent, Holden. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm giving them not enough credit. Unlike one of the two people on this podcast. Take your take your pick. Um. Anyway, I guess I did, we didn't grade the Candyman or Forever Purge. So I'm going to give Candyman a Bergeron, whatever. I'll give Forever Purge a Brokaw because I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> and uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, I'll give a Bombadil because I do want to see those movies. We're on the exact same page there, Holden. <laughs> I agree 100% with those statements. That's good. Um. Next up. Uh, for actual new things that were announced. Uh, this was actually just today. Uh, they, it was confirmed that a new Star Wars show is in development for Disney+. Plus. Just releasing one of the Star Wars shows you've announced already, Disney+. Plus. Hey, Next. why don't you make that Obi-Wan thing, huh? Yeah, the right. The one thing people actually want. <laughs> well, this thing is actually an animated show, another animated show. It's going to be called The Bad Batch. Um, and supposedly it follows uh, the titular clone squad, um, after the events of the Clone Wars, this clone squad was apparently the focus of the first four episodes of the latest season of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, because um, they kind of had those like three arcs in that last season. And apparently this, that was like the first arc followed them. Um, but yeah, it's going to be after Clone Wars. So that presumably is after Order 66 and all of that stuff happens. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I mean, I'm still slowly watching Clone Wars, but I'm not there yet. So I don't know anything about these characters. <laughs> Maybe it's the development of them into stormtroopers and their aim just gradually gets worse. And yeah. Worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> they keep accidentally getting blinded by things, which is like slowly hurting their eyesight or something <laughs> like that. Wait their a second. Why is our weird. armor degraded? It's suddenly just weaker. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know anything about the Bad Batch. Yeah, I don't either. I think the, what's his name? The guy who's involved with all these that people like. What's his name? Dave Filoni. Yeah, I think he's making it. So people Dave Filoni like and his cowboy hat. Does he have a cowboy hat? Oh, yeah. Oh, I really don't know who this guy is. But wow, if he's on. involved, I think people will be excited for it. So that's good for them. I'll give them a brokaw. <laughs> Yes, Broca to the uh, the bad batch because yeah. Dave Filoni has just been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Um. Next up, this was interesting. Um. It was announced 
the the Batman, the new Robert Pattinson a Batman film, is going to be quote ultimately launching a new Batman universe across multiple platforms. <laughs> so Jimmy, what that means, Batman Cinematic Universe, the BCU, we're getting it. <laughs> Get excited! This is going to be their equivalent of Sony's Marvel, uh, like Sony's Spider-Man universe even though Warner Bros. already owns all of the DC characters, so it's totally unnecessary. But apparently, the reason why that was kind of said, it was it was said alongside the announcement of a new TV series coming to HBO Max focusing on Gotham PD. So isn't that just Gotham, the TV show? <laughs> don't we already have that? I don't know. I've never seen Gotham, so I, I won't say that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of all that, Jimmy? Um, well, I would imagine it would have to be very little Robert Pattinson. I don't know how this works with Robert Pattinson because I don't see Robert Pattinson doing a bunch of Batman movies and stuff. It would have to be around other characters. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what they're doing with Venom and stuff, I guess. But hopefully better. And that's just going so well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I don't, if that's what they're like trying to go for, (laughs) Why? I I'm not too interested in this if I'm going to be honest like Batman's got great supporting characters and villains but they're not as cool as Batman no so. let's yeah, get a Joker just, TV show <laughs> I'd rather just have a trilogy of Batman movies I would too I really yeah, don't so. I don't get the point of this I don't know I mean I guess like they're probably trying to do what Marvel's doing and probably cross their cinematic universes into TV more. Since, I mean, DC has a lot of shows, but they don't really connect to the movies. But I don't know. This seems dumb. I don't want to watch a Gotham Police Department show. It's just going to be Law and Order, but they're going to occasionally be like, oh, here's a here's a Joker card or here's a Batarang <laughs> found in the street lodged in this guy's order. neck. Gotham. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm going to give yeah. it a Bergeron. You know what? I will give it a Bombadil Holden. I'm okay. feeling edgy today. Ooh, nice. Feel, feeling like birds of prey. <laughs> edgy. <laughs> uh, that wasn't it for Batman news this week. Uh, it was actually announced in the wake of all these other, you know, director's cuts and stuff coming out after Snyder's cut, or, or at least being announced that they exist. Ah, uh, yes. The very famous Snyder's cut. Snyder's as cut. As everybody refers it to it as yeah you know what i mean (laughs) um apparently there's a batman forever director's cut that exists um it was i mean as a director's cut is it was made by joel schumacher um it was apparently darker in tone uh and focuses on the psychological issues that led to batman being batman um which seems weird because that movie is very silly (laughs) yeah i think it's Uh, just tommy lee jones kicking (laughs) jim carrey yeah (laughs) (laughs) behind stage yelling Uh, yelling at him yeah um however it was also like i don't really get the point in saying this because it was also then said like it's probably never gonna be released (laughs) yeah i mean i I don't think there's a good version of that movie out there no and i don't nor an alternate version that i want to see like I don't doubt that Batman Forever has more of its fans now than it did back when it came out because no one really liked it back then. But at the same time, I don't think enough people want to see it. (laughs) 
Like, I can get why the Snyder Cut will draw people to HBO Max, but I don't see this drawing people to HBO Max. Like, no. oh yeah, I'm going to get the subscription just to see the Batman Forever Director's Cut. Release the Schumacher Cut. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a Bergeron. I'll give it a Bombadil. Hold on. Okay. Just feeling edgy. <laughs> don't mess with me today. Uh, okay, Especially so- if you're Batman, I guess. So this this seemed like clickbait until I clicked on it and actually watched the video it was about because the the headline said something along the lines of fast 9 might actually go to space question mark and I was like okay this is just going to be like speculation or whatnot fast 9 or fi- fast 10 uh it said fast 9 but it's kind of about either um so fast 9 or 10 might well, go to space fast 9 for one is f9 Holden. Yeah, it's you're right. Already okay. coming out, F9 so we would know or whatever Fast and Furious 10 is going to be called. Anyway, um, in an interview with Sirius XM that was it was linked on this article, uh, Ludacris was in it. Famous famed actor Ludacris, who's in the Fast and Furious films. Um, he strongly implies and I kind of want to se- uh, send you the video just because like he doesn't confirm it, but he definitely like all but confirms that space is coming either in this movie or the next one. Cause the interview basically is like, Oh, I've seen all these, all these fast and furious movies. I have no idea where it could go next. Like, is it going to go to space? Is it going to go to, like, I don't know. And then Ludacris says something like, Oh, you just said something in that sentence. That's uh might be of interest. <laughs> he says something like that. And then like, she goes and she asks like you mean the space part and he's like he like gets his eyes all big and then just kind of (laughs) goes like shrugs his shoulders it was really funny it was kind of it was a pretty funny little interview clip but anyway all but confirmed now i'm gonna take that as all but confirmation coming from one of the stars of the film uh what do you think of that jimmy holden we've been saying it for years Two things were were inevitable. Tom Cruise and the Fast and the Furious were going to space within the next ten years, and they if there both were t- look like they're coming to fruition very soon. If there were two things we knew about space travel, it was that Fast and the Furious <laughs> and Tom Cruise were going to be involved. Yes. I'd like to see like all the people behind the Apollo Eleven mission in 1969 being like, "So when do we get to Mars?" And they're like, oh, "I don't know, but uh, we're going to send an actor and." dumb action series into space before we do that (laughs) we're gonna just have cars with like you know like jet packs and stuff it's gonna be silly i'm really excited for it i'm excited for it. i'm gonna give it a broca seems like the next logical step imagine how how much more ridiculous the the physics will be (laughs) because they're already just not real you know that you're just going to be able to hear people like screaming in space and there's just gonna be fires (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna make any sense but this is a thomas two thumbs up broke off for me oh yeah you know what i'll go with that too uh this next one you'll quite like jimmy actually i usually say that and i'm usually joking but you will like this so uh we had talked about uh, wolfman movie being made starring ryan oh yeah i know where you're going oh yeah and it was announced this week that none other than lee winnell will be directing this film uh lee winnell for those of you who don't know he directed the invisible man which just came out also another universal monster reboot kind of thing um but he also was involved in saw which jimmy white likes writer lead writer 
and one of the starring actors (laughs) opposite of Carrie Elwes. But he also he's done other movies like Upgrade, which came out a couple years ago, which is pretty good. Um, and was also in Aquaman, uh, directed Aquaman. No, he didn't direct Aquaman. James Wan did. His good friend James Wan. Yeah, but he was in Aquaman. Um, but anyway, so he's going to be directing it. Uh, and he's Australian. So, I mean, I how do you not like that? <laughs> I guess if that's important. Um, <laughs> very important, Holden. Uh, it, I don't think it was very clear on who was writing it. And it seems to be that, uh, it seems to me by this, that like Lee Winnell might be taking the lead on these Universal Monster films. Um, I don't think they'll be connecting because I think they learned their lesson the first couple of times trying to do that. Um, but I think they do. Are you do telling one- me the mummy was not good? Hold on. No, I mean, I saw it in theaters, Jimmy. I can tell I you it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think having these kind of separate, maybe interesting takes on these monsters are cool. Cause I mean, the invisible man was a unique take on that story. Definitely. Because I mean, it wasn't really based on the original story at all or original film. Uh, so I think if they do that kind of with these movies, it'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love Lee Winnell. Uh He seems like a good guy, too, from the interviews I've heard and yep. just what people say about him. And Ryan Gosling may be my, like, favorite actor working right now. He's up so there, I'm very yeah. Excited. He's, a, he's a good actor, believe he it or not. He certainly is. So I'll give this a broke out. Me, too. Excited for the Wolfman. Uh, next up, this was actually either announced last week or a couple weeks ago. And even though there was no news last week, I completely forgot to put it in. Um, but Amazon is making a fallout TV show. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We should have definitely talked about this last week. As in the video game series, uh, that you all know and maybe love. Um, it's going to be developed and created by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, who is the team behind Westworld. Uh, and not really anything else is known about it yet, but I am going to expect a fairly good level of quality if they're involved because Westworld is pretty great. Is that so? Is that his wife? I think so. I think, I think Lisa it's Joy is and married. Jonathan too. Nolan, I believe, is Christopher Nolan's brother. Yes, correct. And was quite heavily involved in the Dark Knight movies, I believe. He was involved in a lot of Christopher Nolan's early stuff. I think he was also yeah. involved in Memento. Yep, and, and the prestige. Yeah, he's he and his brother are tight. Let's just yeah. say that uh, he's very good. Like he is a very under the radar creator. I yeah. think because Christopher Nolan gets a lot of the limelight. Um, but Jonathan Nolan was a was a not an insignificant part of a lot of those productions. Yep, from what I know. So that is exciting, Holden. Although I've never really played Fallout. I've heard New Vegas is quite a good game. That they're yeah. Playing. Well, and that's like New Vegas is the only one that I've played. I never beat it, but that's the only one I've played a significant amount of. Um, And that's kind of a shame because I think that's a lot of people's favorites. If it's not your favorite, I mean, that's fine. People like three and four in the originals. People like all of them except for 76. (laughs) Yeah. But um, and New Vegas is like kind of it was made by a different company other than Bethesda. And I'm not sure how often they reference it. So I'm not sure how much that will actually be have an impact on the story or anything. But regardless, I'm interested. It's the universe is like cool. It's got like this very retro future style, but it's also got like this weird sense of humor that I don't really know how to describe. But if they incorporate that into the show, I think it could be pretty entertaining. 
yeah um it'll be i mean it could be good i don't know i guess i'll give it a bergeron just because i haven't i don't have a like a huge passion for the franchise sure i'll give it a brokaw because i love westworld so there we go um my last bit of news jimmy is uh this is partially speculation based off of an announcement but uh ready player two now hear about this Uh, oh (laughs) don't worry it's not a movie the book is being released ernest klein is releasing a sequel to his hit novel ready player one in november but it has got a lot of people wondering will there be a movie adaptation of this steven spielberg don't waste your time no please don't i never saw ready player one but i know some people who did not like it it is really bad i you think it's really bad i think i mean when i first saw it i was more indifferent about it but i've kind of seen some parts of it since and i'm like this is not very good and i mean maybe i think the first time i was kind of bought in a little bit with the fan service because the movie is just fan service so it's just references and got a lot of Master Chiefs running around. Wow. Uh, Bergeron, I guess. I'll people may be a, excited. I'll give it a Bergeron because people like the novel, so maybe the novel sequel will be good. Just don't make a movie off of it. All right, Holden. Before we wrap up the Toms, I suppose we better touch up a little bit on the Ubisoft event ubisoft ubisoft however you're supposed to i don't care jimmy just say what you're saying (laughs) um so far cry 6 leaked speaking of another two syllable video game series that starts with an f that i've never played (laughs) (laughs) nice far cry just as well in our subs in our previous (laughs) loops and he keeps it every time i do yeah i think it's funny Fallout, Far Cry, basically the same thing. Am I right? Pretty much. Far Cry 6. um, The big news is that it's um, the main villain is Giancarlo Esposito, who you probably know as Gustavo Fring from the Breaking Bad universe, Better Call Saul, also also bugging out and do the right thing. And that guy uh, in The Mandalorian. Yep. And (laughs) yeah, what's... uh, what is his know. name in the Mandalorian? I don't remember. Something like something. It's got a name. Yeah, <laughs> but he's an accomplished actor. He's also in the Jungle Book remake. Is he? Who does he play in that? He's like the wolf that raises Mowgli. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. a good movie. I think when it's I saw good. it. Um. Anyway, Holden, I, I the cinematic trailer for the game I thought was actually quite well done and very good storytelling. And he's basically just playing Gustavo Fring, but the president of like a Central slash South American country. Yeah, it's like supposed to be very influenced by Cuba. That's what I understand. Yeah. That's like it seems main. very reminiscent. And he's like teaching his son how to be like a ruthless dictator. But um, he's like, I, I want to be a dictator. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Is that what he's like? <laughs> I don't know. Um but I highly recommend watching it at least. I don't know if the game will be any good, but that it was a good cinematic trailer. I think it, it works as a good little four-minute short film. That's how um, they get you. They draw you in with the cinematic trailers, and then the game is just fine. It's like that one zombie game that yeah, had Dead a Island. great yeah had a great trailer, and then the game just was fine. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. 
Um, and then they also showed off some Watch Dogs Legion, which I think looks really complicated, and I don't like understand how <laughs> things will actually work in the game because just it seems so convenient their playthrough to get everything lined up correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really see myself playing that regardless. But and then they showed off Assassin's Creed Valhalla and it looked like another Assassin's Creed game, which <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I wasn't super impressed by it just from what I saw. But you loved so, Odyssey, Jimmy. I did until it was like 100 hours. Long. I don't like I don't see enough stuff that is different in this game for me to be like, yeah, I want to put another 80 hours into one of these. I think I would be more likely to buy this over uh, Odyssey because I think Vikings are cooler. Wow. <laughs> um. So I'll give all of it a Bergeron. Yeah. I but don't... that cinematic trailer is a Brokaw. That's a good trailer. I can't say I really care about any of Ubisoft's games. If they were to announce like a new Rayman game, I'd be all over that, but they're not going to. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, right, I didn't watch on. any of it, so I'm not going to grade it. All right, Holden, are we done with the Toms this week? We sure are. Should we do a random segment? Yeah, all right. Holden, for our random segment this week, since we're doing a time loop movie and we're stuck in a time loop, what are some things you'd like to do or you have done while being stuck in a time loop, if you could? Yeah. Um so you you asked me this and I was like I think the obvious answer for me probably one of the answers for you at least is just watch a bunch of movies. I actually didn't think of that. Oh, really? I the first thing that came to my mind was just eat like garbage. Oh yeah, I mean it I do doesn't that too. matter. Doesn't matter, just eat whatever I want. Yeah. Well, like I see cons- like consuming a bunch of like media like m- a movie well probably movies the main one you could probably do it with a tv show too but just like if you were stuck in a time loop forever you could catch up on all the movies you want to watch or tv shows you want to watch that's uh, a great point video games would be harder because a lot of them would take longer than a day or however long you have um books same those usually take longer you can binge some of those in a day i guess depending on how fast you are you would need someone to beat the game before you and then you'd have to like play up to a point and then get you know have like a chapter selector or something oh yeah yeah since you wouldn't be able to save games yeah that's a good point if you had that option that would work um you could just steal my psn account yeah (laughs) oh wait you already have yeah (laughs) i could select any chapter i want in the last of us 2 right now if i really wanted to yeah but i won't um yeah, but I, that was kind of the main thing I was thinking, mostly because I'm lazy. But <laughs> I mean, I have other ideas too. There what would be, you, there would be no, like, I would not work out at all because it's like, no. what's the point of that? You're not going to build up anything. Yeah, I mean, so unless exercise you, unless you actually have fun working out. Like, there's not really a point. Maybe once every once in a while, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Shake things up. I know what you mean. Um, it would be hard to travel because mm-hmm. you can't, you'd have to, hopefully you get stuck in a, in a decent spot with some variety. Yeah. 
And that kind of stinks about where both of us are because we're so far away from like almost anything interesting happening. We'd have to travel a ways to get to anywhere. And then by the time, if we could get there, we would be almost out of time. I would be a little bummed because there wouldn't be any sports to like watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd just be the same games over and over you or could, just uh, nothing. If it was you could right just now. bet on the games and earn a lot of money, but then the money's just reset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all the games end at like 10 PM. So I have like an hour to spend all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a house. There you well, go. Well, I mean, you don't have to like fall asleep within a day you can stay up as late as you want as long as you can stay up that's something that confused me about the movie a little bit why but we we can talk about that in the movie okay is that how it is in groundhog day i don't know because i haven't seen it oh oh yeah that's right we talked i've just seen clips of it i can't remember i mean i i haven't seen it either but i i'm trying to remember if i know i don't remember how it works in edge of tomorrow I don't know. Uh, what should I call it? Happy Death Day. You die every time you die. It resets. But yeah. Um, I think learning a skill, like maybe learning how to play a guitar or something, mm-hmm, definitely plays something I, better on piano. Yeah, I really want to learn how to play like guitar or something. I would take that time. Last of Us Two has got me wanting to play guitar, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, it does I could a just bit. you could just learn how to play guitar within The Last of Us too. I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I I do want to. I would want to see how far away I could get. I think they kind of do that in Palm Springs, but I want to see like how far away I could get just by driving and like see. Well, I feel like, like that I would get stale. myself. Well, I mean, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it all the time, but I'd want to try it at least once. So you'd say, "I want to drive for twenty hours straight." Yeah, I no, it would just be like me testing myself, see how far I could go. And I mean, if I was stuck in a time loop, it's not. It's I'd be bored, so it'd give me something to do. Would you ever treat it like a GTA situation and just cause chaos? You would. I'm not sure I would kill anyone because I'm not that. I'm not that sadistic, but. Um, yeah, I would definitely, ca- I'd do some crime. Yeah. Wow. Why not? Put him on a watch list, everybody. <laughs> I think I'd be terrified that the loop would stop and then I'd just be responsible for everything I did. <laughs> I think that's a risk I'd be willing to take. I don't know. Like, I don't, like trying to, trying my hand at a bank robbery or something. That'd be kind of fun. Wow. No, I want to clarify, I don't want to rob a bank in real life. <laughs> I want to trim my hand at a bank robbery. Holden Sutter, 2020. Yeah. Hey, Holden, uh, you know what? You'll just have to use your one phone call to be able to do this podcast when you're in jail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hand it over to my successor. Um, Yeah. What else? I mean, I'd probably... I don't know. I'd get to know people around me really well. I think that's something that a lot of a lot of these time loop movies exemplify pretty well. That the more times, obviously, that you're around them, the more you mm-hmm. know them. Makes sense. Um, so do that. Uh, is there anything exciting? I'd wanted. You know what? Hmm. 
I'm trying to think of the best way to say this without me sounding like I'm like in trouble or not not in a good spot or anything, but like jumping off a plane with no parachute or something. I was gonna ask you if you want to, if you would jump out of a plane with no parachute. Yeah, I can't. That'd be <laughs> that'd be interesting. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, I, at some point you'd get bored with stuff, so you'd have to do stuff to make you feel like crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd probably do stuff like that. Um. Do the do the like Groundhog Day toaster in the bathtub? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That sounds painful. I wouldn't want that. Um, Could you even like book a skydiving trip though in a day? Probably. I'm sure there's some way you could. You could hide. You could just get a plane. That's steal true. A plane, That's and then true. jump out of it. You could hide in a plane. You could steal a plane. And that's something I could do. I could learn how to fly a plane. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I could just keep doing it like like trial and error. I steal a test a plane every day and just slowly figure out how to do it. Boy, Harrison Ford needs to get stuck in a time loop, am I right? Oh yeah. He does. It's funny because he, he gets in a plane crash like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> he should probably not be flying anymore. I think it's his birthday today, too. It happy is birthday, happy birthday, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Let's put a and graphic happy, up on the screen. Yep. So our audience can see. We we put all of our budget here at that one movie podcast into the visual aid we graphic. Sure do. Yeah, I spend hours getting it together. It's painstaking also, work. Happy National Friday, Holman. National you what? Gotten National Friday today. You could have gotten free fries from McDonald's. Oh, but you dang didn't. it! Well, it, I've still I. got two hours. They're probably closed, right? They're open. They're open until midnight, Jimmy. Even with COVID? That's a good point. I'll look it up. <laughs> we, got, we better wrap this up, Holden. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bomb Springs. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Holden, if you were to be stuck in a time loop, what do you think is an ideal amount of like days to be stuck in a time loop? You're thinking like a week, a month, a year of the same day over and over again, a decade. What do you think would be like a nice solid amount? I don't think that that's like a hard question because I think it depends on what day I get stuck on and I don't know how many well, things like I a, a, let's just say like a very average day. Okay. Let's start with that. Um, I mean, we're pretty much living in a time loop right now anyway, Jimmy with COVID, huh? <laughs> oh, that commentary. Um, I don't know. I a couple months maybe a couple months so you i mean you I, think, I don't know if that's too long or too short because as you were saying like i i am like really thinking about learning how to play guitar or something like that in the, if I, if i was stuck in a time loop um so i don't know i i don't know i mean i don't think two months is long enough to learn how to play guitar but I could get started what do you think jimmy um, I would say maybe like two weeks, I was kind of thinking, just because then you can do adventurous stuff, but you're not like completely out of reality for an extended True. period of time. But it's enough time to have an adventure. Yeah. Maybe if it's like an excellent day, then like a month. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure in every single time loop movie, they don't get a choice and they're always stuck in there for an absurd amount of time. Yeah. 
because I think like once again I don't know Groundhog Day but like a lot of these other ones like Edge of Tomorrow Tom Cruise is stuck in that loop for like ages ages I tell you ages um I mean I guess I mean this isn't really too much of a spoiler for Palm Springs but I kind of liked the idea of just like learning a lot of just like this complex science and stuff yeah I thought that was an interesting bit that they did um i thought that that's something if i was stuck there for an infinite amount of time i'd probably do but yeah but not if i had two weeks i don't think i'd be doing that yeah um would you go to work if you had work no not a chance no (laughs) (laughs) what's the point (laughs) um i don't know do you got anything else jimmy i don't think so i think we can move on from this discussion i think it's been fun yeah to talk about these hypothetical situations that we're definitely not stuck in yeah it's not like we haven't done all of these things that we're talking about (laughs) well i've done the eating like garbage part and the not exercising part (laughs) i've done yeah both of those as well let us know what we've done all the lazy things without all the productive (laughs) things let us know uh what your ideal time loop scenario is yeah. yeah email at us email at, at it at us or at tom pod, tom cut ah tomp podcast at gmail.com tell us tell us now that's an order yeah please all right Alden. let's review palm springs palm springs more like onion rings there was no joke there. I tried to think of a fun pun, but then I went into it realizing I didn't have anything. So I more said the like, first thing that came uh, to mind. I'm hungry. Back, more like backhanded falls. <laughs> nope. Nothing? Nope. <laughs> uh, All right, Holden. We're going to start with our non-spoiler review of Palm Springs. Oh. The time loop movie that I forgot was a time loop movie. So That's a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. Palm Springs. So, yeah. Unfortunately, okay, so we went in all, all in on this bit for the time loop in our random segment. I think if you went into this not knowing it was a time loop movie, <laughs> you'd probably get even more enjoyment out of it. But uh, alas, sorry, listeners. Yeah, but it's not, you can't talk about it without saying it's a time loop movie. Yeah, otherwise you're just so. saying it's a romantic comedy, and who wants to see one of those? Quentin Tarantino apparently likes them. Yeah. Um, you like so, them, Holden, admit it. I like some of them. I like uh, uh, When Harry Met Sally, that one. I'll one. have what she's having, am I right? <laughs> That's the only scene I've seen. It's a good scene. Um, Yeah, so it's basically, it's a romantic comedy, Palm Springs. It's uh, starring Andy Samberg uh, and what's her name? Kristen... Miliati or something like that. I'm butchering it. I don't remember. I'm trying to open my phone, but it's not opening. (laughs) Um, But it's basically them, and they're at a wedding, and the wedding is, you know, it's a wedding. If you like weddings, you like weddings. If you don't, you don't, but it's pretty much a wedding, and they get stuck in a time loop. That's what I'll say. (laughs) Yep. I think that's pretty much what you can say. It's a romantic comedy. 
with uh, clever little twists on the time loop tropes. Um, for me, I think I enjoyed the first half of this movie more than the second half. I thought it was more original in the first half, and it kind of became like a very generic romantic movie in the second. I mean, just kind of following the structure, the very generic structure yeah. of romantic movies. And I thought, okay, I know exactly where this is going. Okay, I know exactly where this is going. And my intrigue kind of dropped I from that agree. point. And it I- became less fun for me. Not to I, say that it was bad, but I just like I thought the first half was a lot of fun and very clever, and it was less clever as it went on, in my opinion. But it, there were there, not to say there weren't scenes in the second half of the movie I enjoyed. There were, but it just wasn't as clever and original when the structure became just the very generic romantic structure. So it's interesting to me that we both have that opinion because I've been seeing a lot that everyone's talking about like oh i didn't know where this movie was going at any point or anything and i think a lot of people are saying that because of the first half but i don't know i I was getting the impression general impression online that people thought this was a very unconventional film in general but i agree i think the second half is is pretty standard um i don't think that's too terrible of a bad thing aside from the fact that it's not as creative as the first half yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, like any romantic movie, there's going to be tension. There's going to be a falling out. And then there's going to be, like, coming back together. And it's like, that happens. Like, you know, yeah. I guess minor spoilers. But it's like, you just know what's going to happen because there has to be plot. Yeah. I just wish there would have been. It just was less fun to watch when it was <laughs> that. Um, and, thought- uh what, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought the acting in this film was really good in general. Um, I did too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think all the actors did a really good job. Andy Samberg and Kristen Milliot, I still don't know how to say it. Her, Niles and Sarah, that, those are the characters' names, so we'll call them that. <laughs> <laughs> Niles and Sarah have very good chemistry together, um, uh, just in general, uh, from any stage of their uh, relationship together. I think they're great and they're really good foils off of each other because they're both fairly they're both kind of cynical and such. But they have they they take different approaches to that, I think. And we can talk about that a little bit more in spoilers. Um, But I think they're both good characters. Um, There's another character I want to talk about, but I think I have to wait till spoilers. Yeah, I would. I think. Um, But I mean, introduction, the introduction of that character too made me laugh so hard yeah i was like whoa this movie just took a turn because <laughs> again not knowing it was a time loop movie yeah i was like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> i the supporting cast i mean uh, you have those three characters one of which we won't talk about but uh the rest of the supporting cast is good no problems there really yeah um serviceable yeah i think that nobody stands out as being bad yeah um things i want to talk about i mean like i said the first half of this movie is very creative in terms of like what is it like to be stuck in a time loop Mm -hmm. and um the niles has been in the time loop for much longer than sarah do we want to say that i think so because that's you kind of get that from the beginning of the movie if you said that they're both in the yeah 
Okay, yeah, N- N- Niles has been in it for longer, um, and he's yeah. It's just kind of funny to see how like he's he's given up, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. He's just kind of like living life in the in the time loop essentially, day o- so he, day out and day out. So he starts the movie where like, um, from what I've seen, where the main character Groundhog Day kind of ends. Mm-hmm. So he's there already in terms of like whatever i'll just do whatever i want or i'll just make people happy or whatever um some days at least yeah and she's like coming to grips with being stuck in this infinite time loop so it's funny to see the the dynamic between them and i think their relationship and chemistry goes well yeah um this was the director's directorial debut which i thought was interesting i think he hadn't really done anything except for maybe a couple short films before so good on him Good job. Um, what's the director's name? Max Barbacow. Yeah. Good job. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, what else to say? It's a funny movie. There are there are definitely some points where I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I think I think the writing is what keeps it, especially the second half, from feeling too boring. Well, it, yeah. I mean, the first half isn't boring as we talked about, but the second half it's it's not kept too boring because of the writing and the writing is just entertaining enough. And you like these characters enough that you're, you're kind of kept attached uh, to it. Yeah. You're attached even though you know where it's going. Yeah. I would say. Um, It's very, yeah, it's very funny. Um, The movie, I mean, it's shot pretty well. There's a few pretty good shots in this movie, especially for like what type of movie this is. Um, I wouldn't say it's like super astounding or anything. No. There's no some Roger bad. Ebert cinematography or anything, but there's some bad special effects though. Like what? Like uh oh, like yeah. earthquake effects that are really bad. Yeah. I know what you're talking. Yeah. And there's like rocks moving that do not real look realistic at <laughs> all. It looks like mid two thousands independent film CGI. Mm-hmm. Which um I mean the tonally doesn't really affect the movie because it's not to be taken that seriously anyway. Yeah. I was a little confused at how the time loop worked because they kind of said tomorrow never comes, but it doesn't loop until you fall asleep. So it's like, well, what can't you stay awake for more than 24 hours? Yeah. So I mean, that, I think you can. I, I don't, I don't think that was. Okay. So they are just overriding the tomorrow never comes. Yeah. Okay. I think that's more of just like a, you know, they don't get to, I think that quote was more of just like, they don't get to move on more so than yeah. literally tomorrow never comes. Yeah. And I think it was creative of like, what would you do if you're stuck in a time loop? Yeah. I think There's, they explored that more creatively than other movies, similar movies to have. I think it's interesting to think about that. Like the loop keeps going for anyone who, like is still awake in that loop so like one of them could fall asleep and then the rest of them are like still going which makes Mm -hmm. sense but then it's just kind of like well they're asleep and and i'm thinking to myself i'm like they're asleep and just kind of stuck in limbo because they all wake up like when they're supposed to so they probably don't wake up in the next loop until they're all asleep just interesting yeah um anything else you want to say holden before we give our ratings here um no, nothing particular. Uh, the soundtrack's pretty good. 
I mean, nothing super standout. I remember it was kind of, uh, I think it was a bunch of like synthesizers and stuff, but not in like an 80s way, kind of more very relaxed uh, way. Not much to say there, I guess. Decent. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me. All right, Holden, what are you going to give this movie out of 10? I'll give it an 8. I think that's where I'm at, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good for a romantic comedy. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of them. And I, I mean, if you like romantic comedies, I'm sure you'll love this even more, probably. Um, but I think this is probably top tier for those, out of at least out of the ones I've seen. And you've seen a lot of them. <laughs> I have seen quite a few. <laughs> um, definitely more than I have. Yeah. Because you secretly love them, Holden. No, I we don't. We all know it. Just admit it. No. Um. Yeah. I again, the first half for me was excellent, and then it and then it just comes kind of more generic as it goes. I mean, the, the structure of it becomes yeah. more predictable as it goes along, but still entertaining. So I think it's a solid watch. I think it's a, a good time if you just want to watch kind of like a silly rom com with some creative elements. Yeah, and if you like Andy Samberg, there's a lot of people out there that are just Andy Samberg fans. Obviously, you'll enjoy this if you like him. He's he's Andy Samberg in this movie, so there you go. All right, Holden, let's move on to spoilers. Yes. Jimmy, I almost requested that we watch Hot Rod <laughs> 2 this week. <laughs> Since that is Andy Samberg's finest work. Wow. By far. Um, yeah. So we mentioned a character in our non-spoilers. If you're still listening, um, you either know or don't know that J.K. Simmons is also in this film. Kind of, uh, he's one of the main, one of the main characters, I guess. Not, not one of the two leads, obviously, but uh, he's there. And he's very, very funny, and he's very, very good. And I <laughs> wish he was in it more. That's probably I do too. That's I don't know if that's like a like criticism that affects my score at all, but I wish he was in it more because he is yeah. genuinely one of the best parts of the movie. And I think the the best scene in the second half of the movie is when uh, Niles visits Roy. Yeah, <laughs> I like that scene when like when. Uh, Roy's just like that's my son. He's watering dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> I laugh so hard. He's like, it's, like, he's it's like, stupid, but it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that gave me a good chuckle. Yeah, that whole scene is probably the best part of the second half. But just in general, I like that's. I mean, time loop as a concept. Uh, this movie takes some creative routes with it, but I like the whole idea that like. <laughs> Niles accidentally gets this other guy stuck in the time loop when he's on drugs. Yeah. That scene is like that scene is really funny when they're on drugs together just because it's it's I mean like even though they I mean I I almost wish we had seen more of that. I don't think it would have helped the pacing, but like they've got really good chemistry as like these drunk mm-hmm. friends and everything and it was fun to watch them. Um but yeah, I don't know. I like the scene where they're like walking up to the cave and then Andy Samberg is like, your ancestors are in there. 
it's it holds all the questions the to your or it holds all the answers to your questions he's like those that wasn't the same thing but yeah okay <laughs> it's a good scene he's like yeah um but yeah and then i i just like the whole concept of roy becomes so mad that he's his like one of his goals is just to hunt down niles like <laughs> every few days and like torture him or kill him and it's uh, yeah. like it, his it's introduction not, when Andy Sandberg gets shot with the arrow when they're about to bang. That is like, great. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's something that could almost it could be taken like in a horror route or like thriller route or anything. But it's all played for laughs. Like there's this really brief montage we get of of like all the various ways that he's tortured and killed Niles over like Mm -hmm. all these loops and it's just really funny (laughs) the way that that montage is cut it's pretty good yeah um yeah so J.K. Simmons as Roy was excellent excellent as always J.K. Simmons yes good job um other parts of the movie we want to talk about I thought the whole twist of them having sex a bunch of times or he had had sex with her a bunch of times in the time loop um niles having sex with sarah yeah, yeah. i thought that was pretty predictable of a twist. i did too i thought that was really obvious um and i i don't totally i don't i don't fully understand like why he lied about that i don't know i think it's kind of it it would be i think it's manipulative to do that in a time loop so i think he didn't want to that's i think it's because he liked her genuinely that he didn't want to tell her that yeah i my thing i thought it was a little contrived that she was having like had sex with the groom like the night before i was like i thought that was a didn't wasn't super necessary Oh, I don't know. And it seems kind it of right. like more tied to the character they were telling us that she was than she actually was in the movie. Yeah. That okay, you know what? That's a good point because I just thought there was a disconnect between this is what they say the character is and this is the how the character actually is in the movie. You get the sense of it a little bit at the beginning, but yeah, cuz like as soon as she starts hanging out with Andy Samberg in the time loop, she's a lot like nicer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not like not like a completely good person or anything. She still has flaws, but she's not like the drunk sex addict that like people claim she is. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I d- it, like it w- didn't hurt the movie significantly, but I just didn't think it was like a necessary element to have. I mean, they play it off as a plot device, as that's why she's like has extra motivation to get out of the time loop. But I mm-hmm. don't think she necessarily needed it as yeah. a motivation. I like the whole montage of what they're doing in the time loop when they start mm-hmm. doing all the crazy stuff. Obviously, I think that's going to be a highlight for a lot of people who watch this, but particularly the scene where they have the bomb and the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh I my was, gosh, that might have been my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, that is genuinely maybe the funniest scene of the movie. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Sarah comes in and is like has like an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent, like an eye patch on. Yeah. You <laughs> foiled really my plans. Yeah, I can't remember. That's it was really good though. Mm-hmm. Um 
I wish we'd have gotten more of them happy together. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Because that I agree. switches. I mean, it's a pretty brisk movie. Um, yeah, and only switches. an hour and a, an hour and a half with credits. Yeah, I, I just would have seen. I mean, I get the whole, like, tension in the relationship. They don't really know each other that well. They have a falling out, and then they come back together at the end. I, f- I don't feel like you need that because you already have this human versus nature element of the movie, mm-hmm. this conflict between them being stuck in this time loop. Like, I don't think you need another major conflict in between them as well. Yeah. Like, I don't hate it, but it just, it that took the movie from, oh, a fun, clever movie about two people who have good chemistry stuck in this time loop and need to find a way out to, oh, a generic romantic comedy I, in this setting. They're falling out. I'm kind of mixed on. Um, and part of that is because I like their, the direction the characters like kind of go there just because they're both trying in a way to avoid or like move on from real life. Like Sarah is literally trying to like get out and move past the state because she regrets something that she did the night before. And she's like, I want to get out of here so I don't have to keep reliving that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, the Niles on the other hand is like, I don't want to because like life outside, he, he literally doesn't remember what he does for a job, which was also a scene that I was like, holy shit. Like how long has he been in there? Yeah. Like, and so I like those that aspects of those characters because they're kind of, and I feel like that the conflict between them is a natural, like that falling out is a natural clashing of those two like ideals. But I do agree that it's kind of done in like a pretty obvious way. I don't know. I think they, sh- I think they needed that like clash, but maybe just done a little bit differently. I don't know how that would be. Like, I don't hate it, and I don't think it's poorly written. Mm-hmm. I just think I would have rather have watched them trying to overcome this obstacle together and then had more moments together, um, even though there would have been less conflict between them. Um, I think you could have done some more stuff with Roy. Um, I'm just talking about not necessarily the quality of the movie, but a movie I would have rather watched. Sure. I guess. I think there was like a more entertaining version of it out there. So which makes the second half a little disappointing for me. Not that it's not well written, um, to- but like I said, it just kind of goes into the formulaic romantic comedy a little bit too much for me. Did you watch the mid credits scene? I did. Okay. I'm glad I had left it on for a little bit to catch that. Yeah. That was a nice, that, nice that was pretty touch. good. <laughs> I was at first I was like, Oh, is is Roy just gonna get Niles stuck in it again? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, I I I don't think that's necessarily what the scene was like trying to convey. But like Roy says something like, or to the barkeep is like, "Oh, get me lots of alcohol." And I was like, "Oh, is he just gonna get Roy really drunk, or get Niles really drunk and do the same thing?" Oh, I, I did not. I did not think that at all. Yeah, I don't think that's what they were intending, but I thought it was funny if, if You're just that was. cynical, Holden. Yeah. Like Niles uh, and Sarah. I am Who cynical. Think, I think they're more, they think they like to act cynical than they actually are cynical. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, what else? 
Um, I do think um, the beginning when Niles is... I, I like how the if you didn't know it was a time loop movie, I think you'd be able to go... In, I mean, did you pick up on what Niles was saying about, like... Because, I mean, he, like, the whole time at the beginning of the movie, he was pretty much saying he was in a time loop, but without saying it. Like, were you picking up on No, that? I didn't. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking of time loop at all. Okay. Because, like, it was just not on my... I had completely forgotten that you said it was a time loop movie. It was a lot of good foreshadowing. And I think if... I mean, obviously, you didn't know and you didn't pick up on it. But if you if you were to rewatch, like, the first 20 minutes or however long that is, you'd pick up on it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said, you really can't talk about this movie at all without saying it's a time loop movie. Yeah. So sorry about that. <laughs> Hopefully you watched it beforehand. Yeah. Um, where does this rank on time loop movies for you, Jimmy? I haven't seen a ton, honestly. Um, you've seen way more than I do, but yeah. this is a good one. This I think good. it's definitely worth a watch. It's better it's than Happy Death Day. It's a fun date movie, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it would be. Andy as Samberg, long as you can handle little swears. Andy, yeah. Andy Samberg reminds me a lot of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty similar to what I think you would do in a time loop. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Let me double check my notes and see. Yeah, I'm good for me. Yeah. I think that's it. I All thought right, the en- I thought the ending was sweet, even if it was pretty obvious. I thought it was yeah, really sweet. And waiting for that family to come back. Yeah. <laughs> and Emily, I know you're listening to this. There, this movie has a lot of goats, or one goat in it. That's pretty important. <laughs> Lots so. of goats, or one goat. <laughs> one goat heavily featured. So um, the opening shot is literally a goat. So. You oh, to look I, quick before to. we go on, are you happy that they for sure told us that they moved on? I yeah, I was like, are they just gonna show an ambiguous ending? That'd be such a cop out. Yeah, I'm glad too. I was thinking they were gonna just leave it ambiguous, but that's nice. Yeah, I thought that would have been pretty dumb. All right, Holden, we're done. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jimmy, I haven't done a lot this week. Pretty uh pretty boring week, honestly. I didn't really watch any movies. Um so that's anyone out there listen, wanting to wanting to hear any movies I watched and recommend. I don't have any I messaged you that I bought a movie a few days ago mm-hmm. uh, called Come and See uh, for any of you out there who aren't aware, which I'm sure many of you aren't. It's not like a particularly well-known movie, um, but it is a Soviet movie, Soviet anti-war movie um, that is apparently very disturbing and very depressing. And I'm really excited to watch it. It's yeah, right up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean I, that's not why I'm excited, but like lots of people who've seen it say this is like one of the best foreign movies, if not one of the best movies ever made. Um, I mentioned to you that uh, Roger Deakins uh, was inspired or influenced a lot by this movie. Um, and I watched like 20 minutes of it, and I got really tired and had to go to bed, so I need to finish it. But how 20- long is it? It's like two and a half hours. 
That's not too bad for a big Soviet epic. Yeah. Um, but it, the movie was like pretty infamous for a while for not being like released really anywhere in the U S you couldn't get it on streaming services or rent it. And I think if you could buy it on DVD, it was like a very limited rare release that you couldn't hardly get anymore. Uh, but criterion collection just, uh, put out a Blu-ray copy that Barnes and Noble had a 50% off sale of all of their criterion movies. So I think it's going until August actually. So I went and picked it up. Um, yeah, so I'm going to watch it. Excited. Yeah, I'm watching the Soviet epic from Criterion. I'm going to put it on my letterbox account. Mm, yeah, yes. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, Jimmy. Hopefully next week I'll come back and talk about how depressing the movie is or something. That'd be cool. I can't wait. Hold on. Yep. Um, but beyond that, I've been playing some games, playing them. Uh, I've been playing Last of Us 2 a little bit. Uh, I'm not too far in it. I'm not sure I'll be able to beat it by next week. I'm not, we might have to wait another week for a review on that, but we'll see. Um, last of us two. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's kind of my thought on it. I think that's about where I was, where you were at. I'm like, I, I've, I've mentioned to you like a part I like in the game and there's a couple other parts I like. Obviously I won't get into due to spoilers, um, but yeah, it's, I'm mixed, I'm mixed on the story and I'm even more mixed on the gameplay probably. Really? Like I, the gameplay is, I, I mentioned it last week, I think, and the gameplay is something that a lot of people are like sold on, but I just like genuinely do not like it as much as the first game. I think you're just bad at it. <laughs> I am bad at it. Well, I mean, and I'm I'm trying to look at it from like outside of me just being bad at video games because I am bad at video games. But like, I just I genuinely think that like certain enemies and like certain mechanics are a Do lot. Do you try more. to just go up and like stealth kill what? everybody or something? No. Okay. I okay. I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it last week too. I think, but I think clickers are genuinely like a hundred percent worse in this game i did not have that because i'll be like all. i'll be like sitting still and they'll just spot me <laughs> and i did not have that problem at all so i don't i don't know man yeah i don't know what it is and there's i mean there's some other enemies i won't spoil here that i think are just annoying and not i i think i don't know i don't want to i won't say anything because it'll just give stuff away but yeah that's my thoughts on it i was really negative there but i do think parts of it are pretty good so i won't uh don't don't get the wrong impression you'll have to wait for the full review whenever holden finishes it and gives me back my psn account (laughs) (laughs) for the record jimmy has kicked me off three or four times (laughs) i was gone all weekend holden you could have played all weekend there were, or maybe not three or four, but the, the, there were a couple of times where you just kicked me off and I was just like, all right. Well, I can't, Jimmy's I don't like, know. I literally, I can't tell if you're playing cause I have yeah. to turn on my PS4 yeah. to do any, like, There's, and it automatically signs can, me into my account. So it I doesn't always, tell me if I kicked you off or anything. Yeah. I always sign into my account first so then I can see if you're on, but yeah. Um, what else? I started. Forgive me for playing my PlayStation. <laughs> No, I don't care. Purchasing it's games. your it's your right. Um, 
I bought on the Steam sale, um, Steam Summer Sale, I bought the entire Walking Dead collection. I had played the first two seasons of the Telltale games before, um, but there were three other seasons that came out since then. Did they finish it? Yeah, they they finished it. They did. Okay. They didn't have to cancel it. No. So Telltale went out of business when like two or three episodes of the last season had come out. And then I think the, um, the company that like owns the Walking Dead franchise, they finished it. They like hired some of the Telltale people and they like finished it. Oh. Um, so it is all finished. Um, I really liked the first two seasons when they first came out and I'm liking the first season again. I think, Last of Us takes a lot from it. I think I think The Walking Dead season one is like a prototype Last of Us in terms of storytelling. When did it come out? Twenty twelve. Okay. Well, maybe I mean, I think they would have had the story for The Last of Us already done, or maybe it came out earlier than that. I don't know. It came out a year or two before The Last of Us, but I wouldn't. I don't know. To me, it, it gives off not gameplay wise, obviously, but there's a lot of like Last of Us vibes with it. Um, I mean, it was a story that Neil Druckmann had written like in the mid two thousands, I think. So, yeah, I don't know more, probably more coincidental than anything that could be. Um, and then I've heard it's really good. It is. Uh, and then alongside that, uh, it also came with the walking dead VR game, which is very good. Supposedly. Yeah. I've heard it's excellent. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. Um, well, actually, I played a little bit of it, and then I realized I was, like, playing it wrong, so I want to restart it. <laughs> I was just doing very poorly. Um, oh, the gameplay is so bad, says Holden, as he no, plays it wrong. No, the gameplay is good. <laughs> gameplay in that game is good, man. I'm, Even I'm, though you're bad at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Holden, I was why under... You just get good the at walking dead. No, in that case, it was just a me misunderstanding how certain mechanics worked, and I could have just done the beginning a lot better if I had understood it more. So I'm going to restart it. Yeah, just stick to the Telltale games, and you just have their quick time events, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other game I bought, which I think is the most immersive VR game I've played, is Moss. Oh, yeah. Moss? Moss. And I generally, like, that is, an, it's not a first-person game. For those of you who don't know, it's like a kind of platform puzzle adventure game. It's not particularly long, um, but it is incredibly immersive. Because in, like, other games, you may, even if it's first-person, you may rely on, like, using a joystick to, you know, turn or something if you don't if you don't have a ton of room or something like that. Um, and obviously you have to use joysticks to move and whatnot, but Moss is like, you're basically sitting in like these diorama environments and you're controlling like this little mouse character that can like run around you. You can give them like little high fives and stuff. And it's just like these big, beautiful diorama sets that are all around you. And you can like look around corners and stuff to like find secrets. It's just, it's beautiful and it's really, really cool. If you, I've heard a yeah, I've heard a lot of comparisons to Astrobot Rescue Mission, which is highly regarded as well. Yeah. Um so if you like and it's got a I mean plot-wise, I mean it's nothing fantastic, but it's pretty cool. And also the finale of that game is really great. I loved it. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Jimmy, what about you? I finished the Michael Jordan documentary The Last Dance. Um 
definitely one of the better documentaries I've ever seen. Nice. Um, I highly recommend it. If you have any interest in sports or just American pop culture of the 90s at all, I would say, I guess. Um, It was very well done. There's 10 episodes. They're like 50 minutes each. It was excellent. Um, Incredibly well-paced. I enjoyed every second of it. I found it all very interesting. Uh, it'll be coming to the Netflix in the United States, I think, in like the next week or so. So, ooh, maybe I'll watch it. Don't even it. have to use a VPN for it. But I couldn't wait, Holden, because I think I think I'm going to be watching the leftovers. Maybe I'll do yes. the last four episodes of Clone Wars first, and then I'll do leftovers. Leftovers. Yes. Um, but that was kind of the plan to watch that between the next kind of bigger commitment series. If everyone just watched The Leftovers, then they would understand why even a low 1% or 2% mortality rate from coronavirus is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is, wasn't that like a John Oliver bit? When I the think so. Yeah. But it's like, it's pretty that's accurate. literally the plot of The Leftovers. <laughs> um, then I... Oh, I did see a video about um, that Collider.com did an interview with Damon Lindelof about the original plans for Lost and like how his original plans were like three seasons, but ABC was like, no, you're going 10 seasons. Oh, no. At 25 episodes per season. And it was it's just that this, many. Jeez. Well, the first season is 25, and I think the second season is like 20. The third Ugh. season is probably 20, but then they're like 13, like 10 and 10. Oh, okay. Um, or something like 13, 15 and 10, maybe something like that. Um, but that was really interesting to see like the, like they were like, no, we want to end this. And there's like, there is a ton of filler and lost and you can just tell them to trying their best with what they have. And I still think quite a bit of it is entertaining and like ironically when they kind of get like the ending they had in the sixth season they had a lot of that drawn out drawn up at, from the beginning mm-hmm. and it's 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 not very good i like the finale of lost a lot but i the whole last season is not very good at all in my opinion um and it it kind of tries to answer all these questions that i didn't necessarily think needed to be answered nor really cared about but they're some all people dead did. or something yeah <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, Never seen it. He talks about how people had that theory and how it actually informed the the ending of Lost. Nice. Which I think they play with it in a clever way. Um, so that was an interesting interview that I just watched. Um, so if you if you watched Lost, you can check it out on Collider's YouTube channel. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Uncharted Two, Holden. Nice. And. I I the first time I played it three years ago, I played it on easy, and I'm playing it on normal now, and it oh, is wow. unnecessarily difficult. It's not that hard. <laughs> on normal, no. I like everybody just is soaking up bullets. On normal. Listen, you're giving me crap about Last of Us, but you're having trouble with Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted two. Yeah. On normal. Did you play it on normal? Yeah, I always play it on normal. I don't know, man. I Everybody's every like a, on normal. a bullet sponge. I just, it's not necessarily super difficult, but it's just annoying that Larry, like headshots don't even like 
count. You have to, yeah, unless you get like a one hit gun. I find it annoying. I think you're just a bad shot because headshots definitely count. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll just have to <laughs> take take a little video capture of every time I headshot a person that doesn't count as a headshot in that okay. game. Um, but I mean, it holds up all right. I think there are definitely parts of it that hold up better than other parts. Um, so I don't know if I'll play three after I did done with this. I was, I think I'll do, uh, rise of the tomb Raider next. Nice. But then I don't know what I'll play after that. Holden. Who knows? So many options. Maybe I'll let you borrow one of my games since you borrowed one of mine (laughs) or I borrowed (laughs) one of yours. Yeah. And then, um, of course I've been, I watched a few episodes of married at first sight with Emily. Oh my God. Very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i watched some uh ben 10 alien force with logan how was that it's okay never never got into ben 10 it's i mean it's decent it's like the action no that that's no, pretty good actually everybody's watching uh avatar these days what everybody's watching avatar these days that's yeah. like the trendy thing to watch now on netflix good I've seen it before, so I I've seen it before. I'm holding center. I mean I did I watched it as a kid. It's not anime. (laughs) It has an anime style. Okay, I'm sorry. But it's 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 American. It can't be anime if it's American. Anime is like by definition Japanese animation. Okay, I'm sorry. So I thought uh, it was just the style. No. Oh color me ignorant, Holden. I apologize. (laughs) What? Anything else, Jim? I'm done, Holden. I'm done talking oh, to you. We're just gonna have to do this over again when I get to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> tired of it. I uh, I'm excited for you to watch the leftovers. I you mentioned like that interview you talked about with the lost. I mean, not as many people obviously watch the leftovers, but I want to hear that like same idea from him because the leftovers in between each season is like it takes such a shift. And it feels like he changed it with each season, but it like only gets better when he does it. So I don't know. It'd be interesting if he had an original vision for that. Well, he was talking like, yeah, the first season of Lost is almost as long as the entirety of The Leftovers. (laughs) That's true. 28 episodes in total of The Leftovers. So, yeah. And I think the first season of Lost is quite good. Personally. Um, uh, But yeah. I think that's all I got, Holden. What are we doing next week, huh? Um, well, we got that request, Velocipaster. So we could or do that. We, we could do that, or we could do the Tom Cruise one. Is that it? Or not Tom, Tom Hanks one. Is that any good? That's on Apple TV. I'm not getting that. Is there a free trial for Apple TV? Maybe. I heard that wasn't that good. I don't really want to watch it. Should we just do Velocipaster? Yeah. Maybe another movie, too. Don't uh, don't get your hopes up. Velocipaster <laughs> next week. Velo- we'll do Velocipaster. Get ready right, for that one. Send us home. All right. We got Facebook. Go to Facebook. We got the Patreon. Go to our Patreon. It's all in links below. Uh, we got the Gmail. Uh, Tompodcast at gmail.com. Send us your requests there. Or write us a review on iTunes. I wish you could do it on Google and Spotify, but you can't because they're dumb. 
I hate those two services, even though I use <laughs> one of them actively. There goes our Spotify <laughs> sponsorship. <laughs> Just kidding. I love Spotify. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. All right, Olden. Adios pantalones. Love you. <laughs>